everyone. We are back for Season 3, Episode 2 of Best Whatever Ever, the story podcast for kids. Before we start, I have a question for my bosses and co-hosts, Spencer and Scarlett. For us? Yeah, you. You and Scarlett. Are there any other Spencers and Scarlets involved with the show? So what's your question? Do you guys ever find yourselves so committed to doing one thing, and you start doing that thing, and then halfway through, you change your minds? So like, I really wanted to do the dishwasher, and then halfway in the dishwasher, I just quit and then started skateboarding. Uh, okay. I I was thinking about something a little different, but okay, thanks for your answer. Anyways, well, at the end of our last episode, which was a back-to-school story called Worst School Year Ever, I told the audience that we were going to tell a dinosaur-themed story today. That was going to be our whatever story. And a whatever is what kids find super silly or important. Or super silly important. Yeah, super silly important. Exactly. But here's the thing. I changed my mind. What? Yeah, I started writing a story about a dinosaur, and it just wasn't working. I tried to make it work, but then a different story kept popping into my head. This one about a kid and a giant monster. But we've told giant monster stories before. We have, and I think that's one of the reasons it felt right. Giant monsters and other giant creatures seem to be a best whatever ever thing. We told a bunch in season one, and season two. Where do giant monsters poop? Yep, that was one story. Giant robots don't sleep? Yeah, that was a season two story. What do giant bunnies eat? Right again, another season two story. So that's part of the creative process. Sometimes you get inspired by something different and have to follow a different path than the one you started out on. So that brings us to today. Maybe we'll tell a dinosaur whatever story another time, but today we're going to tell a story about a kid who is convinced there's a giant monster living in his closet. No fair! I only have clothes in mine. So you'd rather have a giant monster living in there? Oh, well, maybe. Is it a friendly monster? Good question. This is a show for kids, so... Anyways, you'll have to listen to the story to find out. Ready? Roar. What? Oh, I see. You guys are giant monsters. Mm. Okay, let's start the story. There's a giant monster in my closet. Ah! First came a crash, then a bash, followed by a chomp, and then a stomp. Gerard was certain there was a giant monster in his closet. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. Gerard loved everything about his house, except one thing. His bedroom had the biggest closet in the whole wide world. Gerard guessed it was bigger than the Grand Canyon, or all seven oceans put together, or the entirety of outer space. That sounded like a good thing, because just think how many toys he could fit inside his closet. But it wasn't. His closet was super scary. When he peered inside, all he saw was darkness that he was certain went on forever. There's a giant monster in my closet, he insisted one night at dinner. You're being silly, his older sister Jasmine told him. When they were done eating, 
She walked him upstairs to his bedroom, opened the closet door, and flicked on the light. All they saw were his clothes, bins of toys, and lots and lots of dust. See, nothing scary, she said, unless you have allergies. But Gerard knew things changed when the lights went off and the closet door was closed. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. That night, he couldn't take it anymore. The crashing kept crashing, the bashing kept bashing, the chomping kept chomping, and the stomping kept stomping. I have to do something, he declared. And by do something, he meant put a pillow over his head to muffle the noise and stuff earplugs in his ears and push all the furniture he could against the closet door. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. He burst out of his room and pounded on Jasmine's bedroom door. Jazz, you gotta help me. The noises, they're getting louder. I'm sure there's a giant monster in my closet. You're being silly. Go to sleep, she said. He tiptoed back to his room. Maybe if the giant monster didn't know he was in the room, it would go away. He slipped under his covers as quietly as he could. He closed his eyes. The room fell silent. He drifted off to sleep. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. Gerard bolted out of bed. His legs were shaking. His heart was pounding. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. That's it. I have to do something, he declared. And by do something, he meant find the giant monster, look him straight in the eye, and ask him to keep quiet. He pulled the furniture away from the closet door, grabbed a flashlight, and his favorite stuffed monkey, Henny, for protection. Ah, <sighs> here goes nothing, he whispered, and walked inside the closet. He was surrounded by darkness. He waved the flashlight around, hoping to find a way forward. This place really was bigger than the Grand Canyon. All seven oceans put together, and the entirety of space. Then he heard, crash, bash, chomp, stomp. He followed the noises. The crash, bash, chomp, and stomp grew louder and louder, and so did the beating of his heart. He squeezed Henny, and he kept following the noises. Each step brought him closer. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. He swung the flashlight around and found himself looking straight into the eyes of a... A giant monster! Ah! Screamed Gerard. Ah! Screamed the giant monster. Gerard turned and ran in the direction he came from as fast as he could. He burst through the closet door and tumbled onto his bedroom floor. He was out of breath. <sighs> he was right. There was a giant monster in his closet. He raced to his sister's room. Jazz, Jazz, there really is a giant monster in my closet. I saw him, or her, or it, or whatever. Jasmine just looked at him and shook her head. You're being silly again. No, really, it's the truth. Go to sleep, she said. Gerard left and went back into his room. His legs were shaking, but this time, he wasn't afraid. He was exhilarated. He felt strong and brave, like he could do anything. He faced down a giant monster and lived to tell the tale. He went to grab his stuffed monkey, Henny. 
but he couldn't find him. He looked around, under his bed, tucked between his sheets, in the pile of toys on the floor. But Henny was nowhere to be found. And then he realized he had dropped Henny in the closet. His heart sank. Suddenly, all the strength and bravery he felt moments before slipped out of his body. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. There was only one thing to do. He grabbed a flashlight. His heart pounded. Here goes nothing, again. And he walked inside the closet. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. He tiptoed into the darkness of the closet and followed the noises. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. He swung the flashlight around and found himself looking straight into the eyes of the giant monster. Only this time, the monster was cuddling Henny. Hey, said Gerard, that's mine. And without thinking, he snatched the stuffed monkey out of the massive monster's hand. The monster growled and narrowed his eyes. Uh-oh, said Gerard. And then the monster started to cry. <laughs> Giant tears splashed to the floor and exploded, dousing Gerard. Seeing the giant monster cry was a really strange sight. Are you okay? He asked gently. The monster grunted and then sniffled. Another giant tear crashed down. Gerard's clothes were soaked. Gerard reached for the monster and the monster recoiled, drawing back its huge furry arm. It's okay, I'm not gonna hurt you, Gerard said and suddenly realized that the giant monster was scared. The monster grunted and nodded. But I'm small, and I'm the one who's scared of you. The monster grunted again, this time with something that sounded like surprise. I have to do something, Gerard declared. And by do something, he meant offer Henny to the giant monster. Here, he said holding Henny out in front of him. You can have him. His name's Henny, and he's kept me safe all these years. And now he'll keep you safe too. The giant monster reached for the monkey, taking it between its massive fingers. The monster brought the stuffed animal to its chest and hugged it tight. The monster grunted again, this time with something that sounded like happiness. <coughs> Gerard said goodnight left the closet and crawled into bed. He fell asleep to a familiar and now comforting sound. Crash, bash, chomp, stomp. <laughs> so did that answer your question? Was the giant monster scary? No, he was scared himself. He turned out to be a nice monster. Yeah, not all giant monsters are mean. So don't judge them if you see one hanging out at the mall. You know what, guys? I love these kind of face your fears stories. Yeah, Gerard had to meet the giant monster to learn he wasn't scary after all. Totally. And that's usually how fears work. When you face them, you realize they weren't as scary as you thought. All right, thank you for listening. You know what? I still haven't decided what next week's whatever story is. You're just not telling everyone, so you don't break your promise this time. No, really! I just haven't decided yet. I'm working on two different ideas. 
One is a story about art, and the other is a story about penguins and space. That sounds weird. Trust me, it's gonna be good. So, do you guys have a preference between the two? The art story. Okay, that's one vote for the art story. Scarlett, what about you? The art story. Okay, that's two votes for the art story. I'll take your feedback into consideration. And speaking of feedback, we really want to hear from you. Whether it's fan art or you just want to say hello, please ask your parents to reach out to us. They can find us at thebestwhateverever.com and bestwhateverever at gmail.com. And all other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Please tell your friends about us and please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would help us out a ton. Thank you. Until next time. Best whatever ever. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. <laughs>